You are now tuning to Rico Vision Radio, the home of real hip hop. You're now rocking with the best. Looking for the realest motherfuckers on the net. Street certified shit, nigga, this is it. That Rico Vision Radio shit is lit. Bones Hollywood, Don Knotts be the shit. Number one podcast, now it makes sense. Got them in the zone, now they telling all their friends. Listen one week, then they listening again. Sound way better on the second time around. Sound way better when the record's playing loud. Real hip hop, not the same mainstream. Not the same names with the lame 16. Round the whole world. They shall all take heed If they ain't real They shall all pay fees It really ain't a fight When you train And you came to win Get ready Let the games begin Motherfucker Alright ladies and gentlemen Welcome back Welcome back ColecoVision Radio Episode number 47 We back in the building Ladies and gentlemen Super excited tonight uh, We got a special guest In the building we got motherfucking Don Knotts in the building, fucking sweating his ass off in the building for the YouTube viewers. Uh, and we got Aaron Boogie in the building. Aaron Boogie, what's happening? How y'all doing? I'm fucking hot. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. I'm fucking hot. <laughs> feeling pretty good. Wow. What is happening right now? Like, what is going on right now? All right, so I got a confession. I got a really bad drug problem. This guy definitely <laughs> just going kidding, through withdrawals right now. <laughs> this guy's a methadone. Immediately. <laughs> Speaking of methadone, it's a DMX episode, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. It is a DMX episode. 20th anniversary of DMX's debut album. It's dark and hell is out. Oh, thank you, Petty Bubs. <laughs> Shout out Petty Bubs in the building. Shout out uh, Amanda, Imagine Photography in the building. And, as oh. always, except for the week he fucking called out on us, Hold is <laughs> in the building running the board, you know. So, 20th anniversary of DMX. Um, you know what I mean? We got... A fucking new wave of the week this week. Super excited about. I thought you were I, been yeah, I, I actually enjoyed it. Believe it or not. Really? I, I did. I did. I did. Oh, you would have been pissed. No, I I never really like disliked them. We'll talk about yeah, it later. Yeah, we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. We gotta wait for the imaging and you know the the intro music and shit like that to drop. So But twenty years since nineteen ninety eight when X didn't first step on the scene. The guy was on the scene since Lock Family Tapes and shit. You know what I mean? So Aaron Boogie. Everyone knows our long history of, you know, hip-hop and golden era shit. Um, but the fans might not be familiar with, you know, you. So give us a rundown on when you first got into hip-hop. I've been into hip-hop forever. For as long as I can remember. Um, growing up, that's not what my family listened to at right. all. Um, but it was what I was drawn to. What were they playing in, in the Boogie household? Bon Jovi? <laughs> Classic rock. Straight up. Bon yeah. Jovi. Like Tom Petty, that kind of stuff. Shout out to the Heartbreakers. I fucks with it. Definitely fucks with it. I fuck with Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> Shout That's out true. to my mother-in-law, Maria, at a Bon Jovi concert as we speak. Really? In really? In the garden. Hell Seriously? Yeah. Yep. That's probably wow. where my mother is too. Then. Definitely. So, alright. So, Classic Rock was really getting played in the home, but... Mm-hmm. So how did you, like, stumble upon hip-hop? I don't know. I was trying to think about that recently, and I think either just hearing it on the radio, back then it was B94. Ah, I remember that. <laughs> Shout out to B94. They, but the thing with B94 is they always played, like, R&B versions and left the, the rapping verses out. It was always, like, a radio edit. I, I, they, once in a while they would play, like, 
something soft, like a fucking getting jiggy with it or mm-hmm. something like that. Nah, they played like Juicy and shit back in the day. Did they? Yeah, I remember Everybody played Juicy. juicy. Yeah. I remember the, the Mary J. Love is All We Need. They left Nas's verse off of it. Um, the SWV remix, they left Wu-Tang off of it. Yeah, that was Yeah, but more, that version didn't get played a lot. That was more underground shit. Yeah. Juicy, like, hit. I feel like they even played Cream. No. No. 100. No, definitely 200. not. 200. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Double Definitely not. Shit. But yeah, not. all right, so you stumbled on it, B94. So what is that, like 95-ish? 94? No, earlier than that, because I've been down with Wu-Tang since 93. Um, and, you know, back then, too, we had MTVO raps. Yeah. And BET was playing the videos and stuff, so there was other outlets. Yeah, so you're thinking like 93. If not earlier. I remember, I was trying to think... Probably late 80s stuff. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I hated late 80s. Really? Why? Why? (laughs) Shit Shit was trash. I remember, like, I vividly remember the Kumo D Wild West video, which was fire, but I felt like the, uh, the raps were just garbage. Yeah, but it was a new genre back then. Yeah, at the yeah. time it, it, was, it was good. It was just that you got people like Nas who come up and start like putting like ABC rappers. Game changer. Yeah, I oh think I was God. listening. Because you like, had Rock him back then. Right. Yeah. True. But honestly, like I, I don't know. Maybe LL. I was a little young, but I was late to that party. I was fucking with like rock and roll at that point. To be honest, like straight up. Um, you know, I was like a big fan of like wrestling and shit. You know what I mean? That shit went hand in hand. You got fucking demolition coming out with face paint and some death metal playing, and then you know what I mean? I just go check for some death metal, metal. So I can't even like. Did you used to get an adrenaline rush when the Rockers would come out? Yeah, definitely big time. Shout out Janetti, yo. I saw him in an elevator in Florida when I was like eight years old. Yeah, he was probably skied out of his. Oh, I'm sure he was. No doubt about it. I'm sure he was. All right, so. Basically, so then you your your hip hop knowledge and experience is just as extensive mm-hmm. as ours, pretty much. So yep. feel like you're a good person to weigh in, and you know, what I mean, check us if you feel like we're veering down crazy paths. I definitely uh, will. <laughs> so being that, like, now, how do you feel about current shit? Because like you came up in the same era as us, right? Uh, this guy refuses, or for the most part, I feel like refuses to leave that era or See, that I felt style. that way. I felt that way for a long time. Mm. But if you think about it, it's just the evolution of hip-hop. So there are still good hip-hop artists out there. Right. Um, obviously, hip-hop is more melodic. Like, the subject matter has changed. Um, but there's definitely still some lyrical content out there. Definitely a lot of it is underground now. It's not as mainstream as it was. Like, you have, like, Joey Badass. Right. Like, that dude's talented, but you're never going to see him, Right. you know, on Top 40. Even though that devastated shit, like, cracked the charts, I think. And that was, like, the first time he cracked the charts with that song. So you find yourself, even though they're newer artists, kind of sticking to that vibe. Like, you're not really veering into, like, the Migos lane or anything. Yo, I thought the Migos were trash until they came out with Stir Fry, and it's so catchy <laughs> that I couldn't deny Straight it. Straight off fire. <laughs> Huge Migos fan. But no, I think they got better on Culture, too. You can hear them a lot clearer. It's not the same as it was on Culture. Well, I guess I'll never find out. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Migos, we do have an Easter egg for this episode. Make sure you stay tuned till the end, because we got young Hoda going on a fucking tirade. About the Migos, what? <laughs> <laughs> Trash. 
there. There it is. But Little you know did you know there were security cameras in here too when you were Straight recording it. We have the footage. You know Straight what? Up. Let's go to the footage right now. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. There's no footage. But but you know what? I think there was trash in every generation. Definitely. Like if you think about it, like when G Unit was big and Dipset was big, like Chingy was out. Right. Like no so one's checking for property. Chingy now. You know what state I mean? Property's fire. Not fuck with state property, but yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Like Chingy and time um, out. That one call away shit by Chingy was fire though. Straight up, can I? Get I a, vaguely remember. Like amen. I vaguely me hanging. It's fire. Trust me. But yeah, so long story short, there is always. But you know, not to cut you off, but you know what was great about that period in particular is if you put out a garbage song, G Unit was remaking that shit, and it was gonna be a million times hotter. Yeah, true. Plus, if you put out a garbage song, you're still getting rich and on platinum. So Absolutely. That was definitely a different day and age. So I feel like it's harder now, honestly, to like do anything because I know even just myself. Like albums drop every Friday, so like for an album to really get like months worth of play nowadays is not happening on my end. I don't know about you. Yeah, but most people aren't checking for albums; they're checking for singles. Most people. I always check for the albums though, because I like to hear a project, start the shit at the beginning, and see how the whole project goes. And that's not the norm anymore. Yeah. Like if you think about it, that's why we're talking about it's dark and hell is hot today. True. Yep. The the norm today is an eight song album. And then two months later, they're putting out another one. Yeah, because you have that lead-in single that's hot, and, and then it, it dies off. And the people <laughs> buy, spend their dollar twenty-nine, and they get that, and that's it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I liked um, how the anticipation would build up for like a year or two beforehand, yeah, yep. and I, I feel like that's something that's missing because everything is just pretty much on demand now, and it, it, it's not like you're 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 building up any. Fucking, I'm so hot right now. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, fucking drenched right now. <laughs> but I'm saying, if you think about it, DMX kind of was at the was forefront a, of that. dropping because he dropped two albums in a year. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, and that was a time where like no one was doing. And shit you know what? Like that, that was mostly cuts that got left off of "It's Dark and Hell Is Hot." Well, and Leo Cohen bet him that he couldn't drop two albums in a year. He bet him a million dollars, so he did it because he wanted the million. Yeah, shout out Leo. <laughs> I think I think that's better though. You don't think so? You think <laughs> dark and no, hell it's hot. dark and hell is hot was it for me? Yeah, it just it was a lot more roar. Um, yeah. I, I think that's when shit started getting all swizzied out. Uh huh. And I wasn't mad I, swizzy. I, I wasn't a big fan of that sound. Huge swizzy. I thought fan. it was very cheesy. Like you, you still got RZA pretty much in his prime at, at that time, like just making raw ass shit. And then you have little fucking Fisher Price beats going on. Yeah, I fucked with it heavy. Fucked with it heavy. So yeah, I don't know, but. Are we playing music this episode or what? Like, if we pull back the curtain for the listeners, curtain's always open. It's not even Universal Music Group anymore. YouTube, there's some other group called like SAG or SOG or something. Right. That that keeps flagging everything. All right, so none of our songs got flagged on SoundCloud, which Universal fucking hovers over like a vulture just waiting to pounce. But YouTube, what got pulled last week? Uh, Big L, MVP. We didn't play MVP, right? Put it on. Put it on, that's right. I knew it was one of them. So that shit got pulled. Yeah. 
So rather than waste our fucking time, are we just not <laughs> playing videos? Or are we gonna do something for the SoundCloud listeners? Let's uh, we we could probably play some like unreleased freestyles or songs from DMX that for... probably don't have videos, right? Yeah, like uh, you mentioned, pull it before with Cameron. Pause. Fire. <laughs> Straight. I wasn't even going there. I wasn't even thinking about that. But now that you mention it, all right. So fuck it. Without further ado, let's dive into it. Fuck it. Pull it. Cam. DMX classic shit. It's Clean Cold Vision Radio with Don Knotts and Bums Hollywood taking you back. Uh, let me tell you something. Y'all don't want to brawl, make me run y'all, gun to y'all, take it off, run it off Actually, this ain't fun at all, let me talk to y'all, done it all Y'all ain't even begun to ball, nah, went nah. to spray some of all Cream still stack it if the fiend's still cracking This ain't one crying for that Billy Jean jacket Black fever, pussy ass, don't smoke no pot neither Mama take care of your high fever, neighborhood watch leader Close the drapes up, make the tape duck, take the fix up I fuck with more powder than makeup, get a laced up, he go Have a party for the brother Just eight minutes, but I feel sorry for your mother I kill like the greats did, had to stay big for stabbing little Nate He was only eight, but I hate kids And all cats think they experts, but yo, when my text works, death spurts Wear heart and get shirts, why? Cause I'm ready to start Take your locks off the cage Cause I'm ready to bark And niggas gon' know when it's on When the heart Niggas gon' go when it's on Motherfuckers mad drunk You know they feeling it I'm giving it to niggas Got them thinking that they feel I hear that but don't go near that You better fear that You with the one that had the house with the pool Right where that Don't make me bite you I used to fuck with your sister Don't make me bite you See how I play with it but stay with it I'm okay with it I'll do it but he will be the nigga That they say did it don't know it's gon' get you fucked up And when you don't know it's gon' get you stuck up Niggas want butt, that's what I thought Dark man, baby, that's for sure Why, 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 uh, why, why, uh, why, why Running around niggas like circles, I hurt you Like two, alright, we good. Alright, yeah, so we back. Shout out, motherfucking DMX and Cam Pullet. 
Classic track. I don't think that shit made anything, right? No, nah, it was actually on a bootleg vinyl at Uptown Sounds, and it just sat there on the shelf and collected dust for like six years straight. Nah, that shit was on a clue tech too, though. It was definitely on yeah, a Yeah, but it was on like an actual album or anything. Yeah. I wonder why. That shit was definitely fire. I'm pretty sure it made the fat tape on uh, in one of the source issues yeah. from back then. I don't remember which one. And what do you think? Dan? Actually, no, you know what? I think it was the one with... Um, if you think back to during the time when uh, It's Dark and Hell is Hot came out, or it might even been 97 too, the year before that, there was like this whole new wave of artists with uh, like Cannabis and Nori and DMX and all of them coming in where they, they were actually like advertising for it in the source. And like being a fan of hip hop, you felt the change happening. And it was a good change. Like now, any change that I feel I'm totally against. Nah, fuck with it. All. I, I am against the grain completely. But back then, I, I welcomed the change, and it was it was a good change. But it was the change from the shiny suit era <clears throat> back to the streets. Yes, exactly. Yep. I fought with shiny suits too, though. Yo. Bad boy was fire. Like we can't knock bad the bad boy, boy remixes. They had classic remixes. No, they like didn't. you can't take that shit away from. Them. Why why can't they do that anymore? Like the the one thing if I could get one thing out of fucking Bad Boy or P Diddy nowadays would be to just do remixes again and make them hot. Like I feel like anything this guy's done or attempted in the past 10 15 years has been extremely trash. Yeah, I don't I don't even know what he's doing except he I, French is on Bad Boy, so that's like a cash cow right trash. there. Trash. Agreed. Literally an icon. Literally trash. The the Literally, goat? he eats grass. Yeah, he's goat. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I fuck with French heavy. I definitely fuck with French. Y'all not fans of French? No. Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, our regular listeners know that from when we did the French Montana episode. <laughs> Live from Africa, episode what, fucking 32? That shit was fire, though. Hoda, check that. Episode 32. Fucking stat guy in the corner. <laughs> Fact check. Hell yeah. But I think that's all that's on Bad Boy right now. Like, G-Dep losses. Everyone loses their mind when they uh, leave Bad Boy. It's because Puff tries fucking the shit out of him. Jewish, literally. <laughs> Mace was found with a dildo in the bathroom. <laughs> like, yeah, they G-Dep killed, like, got away with killing somebody. And then the Speaking of got away, let's talk about Fabulous and fucking Diddy on Drink Champs. He got away. He's the one that got away from Diddy. That you know of. But he was he was he looked very disturbed. Yeah. Shout out Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Diddy. Oh my god. This guy. But yeah, uh I don't know. I feel like it was tough. You know, obviously like for people up here, like we fucked with the locks pre shiny suits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like we heard DMX pre shiny suits, because he was on like the Locks family shits, you know what I mean? And then um you know, he kind of vanished, and if you think I'm jiggy, dropped. You know what the worst part about the whole shiny suit era was, though, is you had, like, the locks appearing on his album. They were on the Get At Me Dog remix. There was flashes of them still being themselves, but then it would go away. Right. But Get At Me Dog was mad old by the time the album dropped. Yeah, that was the lead single. Yeah. Yeah. And that shit was, that shit was fairly old. But even, I don't know, because they have flashes of bars on um, the Money, Power, Respect album. That shit, that was still spitting. They just had some, like, bitch-ass beats at the time. <laughs> they were, like, watered-down locks. Yeah. Yep. 
But bitch ass beach. <laughs> Straight bitch beach. Yeah, but I don't know. Fuck it. Then you got It's Dark and Hell is Hot dropped and changed the game. For me personally, I wasn't a gigantic X fan when the shit dropped. You know what I mean? Really? I, yeah, I felt like you were a little like cartoonish. I I I can see that. I um like I said, I felt that change coming and I kind of embraced it. So I I was I, I was definitely riding with him at the time. I think. Um, yeah, I, I fucked with him, and then like w- once the whole Rough Riders thing started, that's when it started getting a little cheesy to me. I, nah, agree. I fucked with Rough but Riders heavy. Shout it's stuck in hell is hot though. Like they had me as soon as the first time I heard "Get at Me, Dog." Yeah, that I bought the beat. single. It was a great. It, it was great. Yep, I and still it have said, it. Get at me, dog, in black. I have it. And on then vinyl. when that album dropped, that was all I listened to. Yep. Yeah, I don't know, but I've, I'm telling you, I feel like that was old. And then um, niggas done started something was out for mad long before that album dropped because I was it definitely was. that was on a clue tape, I think. Yeah, I feel like I might have been on Locks Family also. And that was one of his best verses on the album too. Definitely, that was like my favorite song on the album. Yeah, I, yeah, I would say it's probably mine. You know, you know what song I like, and you, you guys are probably gonna look at me like I'm crazy. Is fucking how's it going down? No, We're love it. That shit was love bad. It. You're crazy because you're sweating <laughs> balls. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, that's definitely uh, just a preview at my top five on my top five. I didn't even start thinking. About definitely it. fire. So, but yeah, I'm saying you got Rough Riders Anthem on there. That's a cheesy keyboard. Classic. That worked, though. It worked for that. So classic. But that's the thing. I feel like Swiss saw how everybody responded to that and just ran with that blueprint of shitty, cheesy beats and thought it was going to work for everybody. And... It didn't age well either. Yeah, when you listen to it now, you're like, wow. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, and that's the the issue with a lot of like what we used to call keyboard beats. Roland XP50 keyboard, I owned it. Timberland beats (laughs) don't really age well. You know what I mean? It just sounds like we talked about that before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it might have been innovative at its time, but then it's just like. It doesn't really hang. It's well. like a That's time capsule for that time period. Pretty much, yeah. And so, if you made some shit like that currently, you'd probably get laughed at as a producer. Definitely. Even Rough Riders Anthem, the shit's not basic, but, you know, when it came out. Plus, X on it, if you threw somebody else on it, it might not even been that hot. That's true. But he just made that shit mad hype. So, I don't know. Um, I don't remember. I'm going to Google what this shit got in the source. I think it was a four. But or maybe a three and a half. Probably a four though. If y'all had to bottle this shit right now, I'll, gi- I'll give it a four. I get a shit a solid two, three. <laughs> I'll say four and a half. Word. No skips. No. Even s- the skits were good. Skits were actually yeah. solid. Yeah. But. Uh, I'm trying to think. I feel like there may have been some skippable shit. <laughs> Stop being greedy. I can feel it. Nah, that song greedy, was not my favorite. Fire. I don't even remember what it sounds like. It's like the Phil Collins one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The night type shit. Yeah. I don't know. Obviously, there was solid shit. And you Stop gotta being guess. greedy. Damien. ATF. Yeah, ATF was actually fire. No, I, think, I forgot that song even existed. Didn't that album come with one of those like Def Jam samplers with the fucking uh, LL response to cannabis or something on it? Ah, uh, might have. I don't know. I remember like all the Def Jam albums that were coming out that uh, around that time period had 
they were like three song samplers. Each album had a different group of three songs. Onyx had like some song on one of them. Um, yeah, I can't remember anything else because I'm too busy sweating right now. That Onyx album was fire. Yeah, it was. What do you guys think about them comparing 6 9 to Onyx? I, I understand it. I understand it. Yo, they, I spend, they didn't have fucking rainbow hair on their head talking that shit and trying to sound all tough though. So it's to me, it's a little different. But well, sound, they had bars behind it. Well, that too. Um, yeah, I spent 20 minutes watching him and Trippy Red on IG Live yesterday. Yeah, you, I remember. <laughs> no, you. you can't get that back. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely tuned in, waiting for Trippy Red to join that live feed. But yeah, I don't know. I I regret it, but I did it. I gotta admit that to the people. I feel like yeah, but he said his inspiration was DMX actually. You know, because he's trying to be hype and shit. Uh, he's not really doing a great job of it, but he makes some <laughs> hits. Like you know, I can't. Those, knock six those nine. aren't the hits. They're not hits. That Rondo shit is literally fire. Literally, fuck with nah. Not a fan. Uh. Uh. I can't listen to somebody scream at me for however you many songs. You are talking about loving DMX. Yo, that's way different. <laughs> so this guy different. Was screaming at you. He was barking, he was barking at and you. growling at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I this loved it. This guy was fucking growling at you. But all right, so fuck it. I would say the review probably lands around a three point five once we average the shit out because four point five. What you said? I said a four, so it would be a four. Was it? You said four? Yeah. Alright, <laughs> this guy's trying to cheat for bottles uh, right now. Oh yeah. Shaving bottles over here. <laughs> so yeah, alright, fuck it. I, I respect it. Like I can't knock it. I just felt like he was kinda cartoonish. And like I said earlier, like I feel like flesh in my flesh, even though he was cartoonish and covered in blood. <laughs> way hot. The the thing is with that album, the thing that separates it from the rest of the albums that he did in my opinion is just a, it was more raw than anything else 100% yeah. yeah definitely this shit was definitely pure keyboards on Flesh in My Flesh I could like the first listen I don't even think I listened to it a second time to be honest but I hated that shit the first time I, I was looking oh, so forward to Flesh yeah. same yeah. same I, I was waiting for that album shit was fire no. It had to grow on me. Like Reservoir Dogs was the only song that was hot. What that was his singles off that? That was Slippin'. on Ho's album. And then the, wasn't there the one with Dragon? Fucking uh, No Love for Me or something? Yeah, fire. Slippin' was fire. Yeah, I ain't like Slippin'. No, I love that song. That's one of my favorite DMX. Blackout. Songs. And again, I'm just cheating right now, but that's one of the hottest songs. That garbage made. ass beat. That beat was fire. I hated that. Beat. Drop the beat, hold up. <laughs> I'll do He's it in post. Kidding. No, no, He's I'm kidding. dead ass. I'll do it in post. Beat is fire. <laughs> Beat is fucking fire. I don't know. It was just another cheesy fucking rolling XP50 beat. Yeah, I don't know. I fuck with it. And the hooks on this album were mad fire, which, you know, will definitely expand up. The thing about Swiss Beat's production, too, I'm going to dig a little deeper with this. This guy really had no musical talent. He got better over the years. I, I will give him that. But this guy was literally just sequencing sound effects and not really even like playing music. Like, so got, you're classically trained? I'm fucking a hell of a lot better than this guy. 
or you're better than Swiss Beats. I'm not gonna say <laughs> this fucking guy. I'm not gonna say this now. week's this fucking guy <laughs> is nicer than this Swiss guy, Beats. All, all he had was like bells and whistles and fucking like dumbass tambourine hits. He wasn't like making fuck. music. It was it was literally like fucking. Anything he can find to fucking make a, generate a sound from was in his beats. Swiss Beats makes anthems. Now he does, yes. But he's made anthems from day he one. He was trash. The, the Rough Riders anthem was the only good beat that guy Literally made. Literally called an anthem. His <laughs> name is Anthem. <laughs> he makes anthems. It was a classic, though. It was a classic. It was, but then av- did he make Band from TV? I don't know. No, it sounds like he could have. I'm not sure. I don't want to lie. But if you think about it, like, that was the only hot beat this guy made up until, like, at least 06. I'm about to pull this guy's fucking catalog. Y'all talk about <laughs> yourself real quick. I'm about to pull this fucking guy's catalog. This guy. Did you see him battle Just Blaze? I did. What did you think? I didn't think he was actually DJing. What was he playing his beats though? No, he just. If you have a fucking unreleased song with fucking Nas, DMX, and Jay Z on it, and fucking no matter what you do, I guess it's gonna outdo whatever the, the other person Fatality. throws Fatality. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like what he was doing, he wasn't even like. All he was doing was hitting, like, the rewind button and making it play back. He wasn't, like, cutting it up. He wasn't doing anything creative with it. He just kept bringing it back. And But the, it wasn't a DJ battle. It was a beat battle. It was They're not on battle. some, like, fucking uh, juice DJQ up there. Like, they're just oh, battling yeah. to say who had the, the better beats and shit. Yeah, but st- even with that, that's not even saying that it's a better beat. You have, like, fucking... For like the top MCs of all time on one record, like that no one's heard before. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the beat. I think I do remember the beat being hot, but Just Blaze is a better producer. Easily. Agreed. Agreed. Very easily. Yeah, now nah, I I believe that also, but Just Blaze definitely didn't make as many anthems as Swiss. He didn't name his fucking songs something something anthem either to put that <laughs> in your head to begin with. <laughs> Yeah, um, y'all can keep talking. <laughs> I'm trying to find this fucking, this catalog real quick. Having a hard time there? I'm just having a hard time Googling in general. <laughs> I'm just over here sweating bullets. <laughs> well, for this guy to say he is nice. All right, so let's just go to 98, right? Because... This is the year we're talking about, right? Yep. Swiss Beats. Mm-hmm. This is what he produced. Locks, Money, Power, Respect, right? He produced No, no, no. On that album, he no. produced All for the Love. One of the hottest tracks on the album. No way. He did Jada. That? Yeah. No, I don't believe that. Yeah. But I, I need to see that. I don't know if I believe that. It sounds like a Swiss beat. It's just a Oh, yeah. It did have the little fucking scratches in it. Okay, maybe. Band from TV. He did do Band from TV. Glory off Confessions of Fire. That was trash. Money Cash Holes. Fire. That was fire. I hated that fucking guy. I hated that shit. Coming to Age Part 2. Fire. Uh, Then he produced a whole fucking Flesh of My Flesh, which was fire. So that's just 98 alone. I like like you a lot, but not (laughs) one of your beats is fucking with any old beats we just discussed. Uh, there's gonna be another Easter egg at the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Swiss is a monster, which is his alias, and I agree with it 100. 
So, I don't know. Fuck it. I guess think what you will, but there's no way you could really. I don't even think I would put him in my top 10 producers of all time. Yo, because you'll put some shithead in there that's like garbage, like (laughs) LB from fucking uh, Company Flow or some shit. I wouldn't put him in there, no. Yeah, Swiss gotta be up there. Swiss is nice, but I don't know. Fuck it. We have kind of derailed. I don't even know where to go. We should probably find some unreleased shitty Swiss beats produced DMX song. I don't know. All these shits gets released because all them shits is fire. Like, not gonna. No, I don't know. They've collabed like on some recent stuff, and it wasn't good. Well, recent DMX anything terrible likely to be a trade. Terrible. Yeah. So we'll find some. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. (laughs) I think it's well beyond that. (laughs) (laughs) So fuck it. Here we go. Some unreleased X shit. Y'all check this shit out. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even know what we're playing right now. You are now tuned into Glico Vision Radio, the home of real hip hop. This time, this time, this time, this time. This time, this time, this time, this time. This time, this time, this time, this time. I'm at my mind for combat. In fact, I put a hole up in your back, all this song like that. Bullet thick with my people, ain't no room to breathe. Surrounded by murderers selling tricks and bags of weed. I swing out and get fly. With the MI, I'm automatic trampling your static with my semi. So when I squeeze, I'm off in the breeze with bees. Licking shots at a whack of seeds. With no direction, I rhyme with perfection skill. Drug a nigga like a pill when it's time to build. Keep it real. Let your head rock when I wreck shop. I'm thicker with my style and the bully on your fucking block. Word is born, I go on. I'm breaking them seeds with vocal tones over real rap songs. Insane in the brain, up and left the game. Grab a mic up with skill when it's time to build. Horrified by the thought of hot slugs and graves Cause Cha is a sinister character Loading that Bodipo caliber Infrared aim at your jugular Who the fuck are you? Nobody cares You'll just be another nigga that needs repairs Talking to all them niggas shitting And all them faggots that be steady bitching Inside the east side flipping Sign sealed delivery DOA pushing on to your mind and commence to spray No bullshit, Mac rules and came and left Scared of life, but wanna play the game of death What's next? Niggas wearing padded Kotex Pussy ass and seeds get treated like rough sex I'm possessed, you can't feel what I feel Love be easy on the cut It's time to build, it's time to You know my work, got blessed breasts, more skirts than the cleaners I'm dead relaxed, cause your cats can't stretch The G ain't a jump in the vent and make you high enough to test me One, niggas is moist like Duncan Hans Choice when I'm voicing my voice, I got poison lines So flame on, I turn my game on the expert Niggas get chills when you hear my name on the network Fuck with your niggas kicking on the mic with chicken Like you don't know what an ass whipping feels like I'm giving flashbacks, I blaze niggas split like ass cracks It's the shades of the ages moving in jazz tracks, yeah So when I'm browsing through your house Projects, niggas get 5,000. Shit is rough. Time to close. I hit you with 16 of those. Next time, maybe more. But who the fuck knows? Fuck knows. Fuck knows. Check it out, yo. 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 Check it out
Right, ladies and gentlemen, as y'all can tell on that bomb ass intro and that awkward ass fucking <laughs> high pitched pig getting stabbed squeal, it's time for new wave of the week. <coughs> now, before we dive into it, I just want to uh, shout out everyone that enjoyed that last track. I'm glad we brought back some nostalgia. For the rest of y'all, I apologize because that shit was straight up trash. <laughs> <laughs> straight up trash, yo. It I, was pretty horrible. It really was. Especially for 95, I felt like we've moved past that stage, but yeah. apparently not. It was it was trash, yo. Rest in peace to that song. I never want to hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bury that I don't shit. even know what made me think of it. I, kn- I knew it was trash before I even suggested it. I'm sorry. All right. So, shout out to Mike Geronimo. Shout out to Mike oh Geronimo. Uh, all right, let's move on and never look back. So, <laughs> this week's new wave of the week comes from a duo out of somewhere down south, like somewhere <laughs> weird too, like Alabama or some shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Ray Shremer, Shrem Life Three, the triple album, twenty-seven <laughs> tracks of fire. Now, see, my era, a triple album would be like thirty-six songs. True. Easily, like, 20. and you had to be great to put out. A I don't think there album. ever was there ever a triple album. No, Mm-mm. a lot of dubs. But I feel like every double album had more songs than Trim Life Three. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> We're gonna check the stats on that, but I don't doubt it. I do not doubt it because yeah, that's like because it's nine songs a piece. Like that's not really. To, uh, well, it goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of the episode. You do eight songs now, and people classify it as a full album. Like it's not. It's an. It's a. It's a maxi single. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's kind of like an in between or no in between either, because a couple people drop albums that had like twenty songs, and I was like, why? Like I remember Khaled's last album was like twenty tracks of tracks. Chris Brown did like forty-five. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Shout That's out right. to Breezy. And the majority of it was good. Really? Yeah. I hate Chris Brown by himself, but... What? I, really? How? Yeah, I don't know. Goat. Get out. I think on, Get out. Goat. <laughs> on hooks, fire. But, like, Chris Brown by himself is usually a nightmare. My personal nightmare. I hate it. Yeah. 
But this album, like, I fuck with, like, this main shit that I've heard, like, the pills and automobiles and all that shit. Tempo right now is Tempo charting. Tempo actually, yeah. Tempo is actually Question. Fire. Question. That's definitely make about. you jump up and start dancing with somebody that you're not supposed to. So. <laughs> 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 all right, but back to Shrem Life 3. So... Now, my initial thing, I thought this was a booby trap for Don Knox. <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> you fucking texted me. You're like, triple album. I'm like, what the fuck? Hell, yeah. But the thing is, is even before this, I never really had an issue with them. Yeah, which is surprising Same. in yeah. itself. No, it is. It is. They don't, I don't know. There's something about their sound that I like. I can't really pinpoint it. It's, it's a likable sound. It's very catchy. I, I honestly, especially after hearing this, I think Sway Lee needs to go solo and never... Well, we all see that coming. Well, what's the other guy? Skinny Jimmy? Slim, Slim Jimmy. Jimmy. Slimmy Jimmy. <laughs> Slim Jimmy. Yeah, like, forget about that guy. He's going to do nothing for your career. I'm telling you this right now. I See, couldn't get through any of his songs on this. I did, but I forced myself yeah, to do it. I, well, I, actually, I had to. I, I threw on headphones, and I fucking actually ran around Vassar College at 9 o'clock last night listening to fucking This running through Jimmy. campus at night looked like a goddamn stalker. <laughs> <laughs> Mad police were called last night. I, I had to have an excuse to, to force myself to listen to this album. It was garbage. Slim Jimmy's portion was garbage. It, it was. Um... The rest of it, on the other hand, I, I think like the first part of it with like the both of them, I think was pretty solid. Um, and then fucking, I was totally sold on the Sway Lee portion. I was pretty sold on Sway Lee, but honestly, I feel like I kind of like them together more than I like Sway Lee alone. I'd rather have him and French Montana together. Definitely. Than form that group. That's a super group right there. Straight up. And I don't group. like French, but in that predicament, I might support him a little bit. Yeah, Slim Jimmy sucks, but like four but minutes of Sway how Lee. much he sucks. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. This was a bad. I think it was his like in his mind. Like I'm gonna show them. Like I don't he need Sway Lee. He did not show us. It was no. garbage. Shout out, Mike Will made it though, because I feel like this guy may have produced the entire album. There, there were a handful of songs that sounded very similar. Right. But there were some standouts. Um, that fucking uh, what was it? Close with, with uh, Travis, Travis Scott. Scott. That yep. shit was ridiculous. As soon as I saw it, I know I was like, "This is a hit." Yep. Yep. That shit was mad hot. Um, and Power Glide. It, it was cool for catchy. It fire. It was cool. Um, what was the other one? The fucking uh, heartbreaking Encino Hills or some shit. Mm-hmm. Right. That shit was pretty hot. Um, there was one other one I can't even think of the name of it. But it was it was it was solid. I was I was impressed. And yeah, I mean, like normal people who listen to the show would think that's not my wheelhouse at all. But I fucked with it. I can't deny it. <laughs> I was yeah. surprised to see Pharrell on it. Yeah, on that Slim was Jimmy weird. Part. That was, it was weird. terrible. Though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was real bad. He, 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 it sounded like he was like not taking it serious at all either. Well, I was like, okay, maybe Pharrell can pull this out for him, and it was not good. It didn't happen. No, no, not at all. The production on his album wasn't bad though. It was just him. Like, yeah, he's just yep. not. I don't know, nice. it was a lot of trap beats. It was, but I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. Was this shit, did all this just come out together or were these albums released separately? Nah, it all together. together. It was all together? All right. Oh, you know who else dropped? It wasn't a rapper, but Weekend dropped a triple album, actually. His debut album. Oh, yeah? Really? Way hotter than this, yeah. The trilogy shit. Definitely hotter than this, but. I think this was a good concept idea, but execution wasn't fantastic. Yeah. I think, you know, 
obviously Sway Lee got his shit off. And Slim Jim. I didn't like. Does this guy even have a good voice? Who? Sway Lee. Like I can't pinpoint it. It's well, I, you're not gonna want this guy singing a national anthem. It's it's, the it's hot Series, though. It's, I I might at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I might, especially after the Fergie debacle. Oh my god. <laughs> but I, yeah, like I'm sitting there listening. I'm like, he can't sing, but this shit is hot. Yeah, it's definitely hot. Definitely hot. And he, I don't know, he just knows how to make songs, you know what I mean? Like, and that's a, a skill in itself, so. Nobody's out here, like, on some Luther Vandro shit no more, you know what I mean? Like, even the top R&B acts are kind of, like, you know, not outstanding singers. It's just like. Was, even though they can sing, they're still song. relying on auto-tune and shit. Yeah, it's all about what you're singing, like, your content and, like, the vibe that you set. It's the beat they're on. That and too. The beat. Is very crucial, unless you're Slim Jimmy, and then it doesn't matter what <laughs> walking is At presented all. to you, you're gonna shit the bed. Can't wait to hear the Slim Jimmy and Swiss Beats collabo. I <laughs> <laughs> might salvage something. I might salvage something. Guarantee it's an anthem. I don't know that much. <laughs> I don't know that much right off the top. Slim fucking Jimmy. <laughs> Oh shit! All right, so let's fucking bottle this fucking uh, dumpster fire. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a very solid three. Yeah, that's respectable. That's uh, you didn't really jump out the window like you like made it seem. Yeah, you were acting like you made jump. No, nah, but I mean, when you have one third of the album, that's completely fast forward. It definitely weighed it down <laughs> big yeah. time. Big time. Big time. Aaron Boogie. I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna say three bottles. I was thinking three when I was. Yeah, that was definitely my my shit coming in. Without Slim Jimmy, maybe three point five. <laughs> With and if you would have whittled it down to just fucking like monumental singles, could have been four. There were definitely like ten solid singles on there. It definitely had a lot of potential. Yeah, but sometimes less is more. And this was the case. Definitely cl- clear example of why. Sometimes you just gotta, you know, leave some leave some room. Uh, so, as you guys know, as we stated, we definitely can't play a fucking thing these guys have <laughs> ever been on. Yeah, Universal you know I mean? Music Group will be all over that. All over that shit. So, I don't know, I think now is a great time to dive into this Hoda fucking rampage about the Migos. So, S- without Slim Hoda? <laughs> Slim Hoda. Without further ado, drop that. So. The number one worst all-time hip-hop group, without a doubt, has to be Migos. Absolutely terrible music. I don't understand how they got two albums. I think that's what they got so far. I mean, I really don't pay too much attention because they're such shit, but my opinion has to be that they're the worst of all time. Absolute trash bags. How they got a second album after how terrible the first one was and how terrible. This fucking guy, this fucking guy, it's time for this fucking guy. Fuck 
fucking guy points into my soul. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what fucking time it is. Your favorite time of the week. It's time for this, this fucking, fucking guy. <laughs> Florida. Florida. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <sighs> this week's this fucking guy coming to us from Panama City, Florida. A man known in his local trailer park as Santa Claus. <laughs> now, this fucking guy. His name is Isitro Lee Sanchez was arrested back in April for breaking into his neighbor's home to leave her notes and panties that he wanted to see her wear. <laughs> now, he was served a search warrant back in April on his Kimbrel Avenue trailer where they found 90 pounds of women's underwear. What? <laughs> I don't think like a woman owns ninety no, pounds I don't of women's underwear. Victoria's Secrets owns ninety pounds of women's <laughs> underwear. So after a one-day trial, hold on, did they actually weigh all the underwear? Yeah, three thirty-pound bags of underwear. What the fuck were they used? I think they were new. It's got popping tags. <laughs> Shout out to Incitro for dropping fucking bands upon bands on undies for his neighbor. So it took one day for jurors to find 59-year-old Sanchez guilty on three counts of burglary and one count of aggravated stalking. Go to the footage. <laughs> there is a picture of this fucking scumbag. We can throw that up there. So, basically, Sanchez faces up to 40 years in prison on the combined charges. His sentencing is set for May 11th, tomorrow. <laughs> Take it easy, Sanchez. You fucking scumbag. Who does this? Who does this? Now, basically, prosecutor Kelly Rivera told the jury that one of Sanchez's neighbors received countless notes, notes and pieces of undergarment in her car, her front porch, and inside her home on her bed. Within each note was a subtle message that a stranger was watching her and waiting for the day he could see her in the underwear he picked. Rivera said this case was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a quote? Direct quote. <laughs> now... They said the word fucking in the Palm Beach nah, post? Nah, 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 they didn't say that. They didn't say that. Uh, Sanchez's defense attorney, Seth Killian, argued that prosecutors had no direct evidence that tied him to the stalking charge. He did admit that Sanchez was in his house. So, all right, maybe he wasn't stalking, but this fucking guy was definitely in there dropping off drawers. So, the only thing that they're going to prove is that he was there, said Killian, but they won't be able to prove that he was there with the intent to commit a crime. Now, I'm going to leave this up to the listeners to determine if a guy who looks like Santa Claus is in your house when you're not there, leaving panties on your bed, is that a crime? 
<laughs> I would think so. Put it on the pole. If this, <laughs> put it on the pole. If this fucking guy is in your crib, <laughs> when you're not there, that's a fucking crime. I don't give a shit what he was doing in there. I don't care if I got a fire and he came in to put it out. That's a fucking crime for this guy to be in there. He's facing 40 years for that? 40 years. Damn. Now, at the trial, the prosecutor presented bag after bag of panties to the jury. <laughs> now, the, the one woman who was affected by this said it got to the point where it happened several times a day. She was just gathering notes and the panties so she could report them later. She said, it got too much. I worked two jobs. <laughs> so this was a third job, just trying to track down all these panties that this guy was leaving all over her fucking house and her porch and shit. So now the fucked up part is she did have kids. She said her kids were scared. They had to go to a hotel a couple times. And she had to move them out as soon as school fucking ended. So Not as soon as it ended. As soon as it fucking ended. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Uh, after she went to work on April 13th, 2017, her boyfriend heard someone enter the residence and confronted the male neighbor known as Santa Claus in the kitchen. The quote is, he found a man in the kitchen staring back at him and demanded answers. Instead, the man he confronted stared off like a deer in the headlights. He then walked to the door and used his shirt to turn the knob and leave. Smart crook, no fingerprints. Uh, Sanchez then walked home to his trailer looking over his shoulder to see if the boyfriend was in pursuit. After that, the sheriff's office obtained a search warrant and recovered three 30-pound bags of women's underwear from his home. It's unclear if there were other victims, but the woman that was the victim said she was extremely traumatized by the experience. Needless to say, right? Now, once again, this fucking guy in your house when you're not there putting panties all over the place. That shit kind of looks like Hoda with a fucking Santa Claus beard on. Oh, no, that is Hoda. <laughs> Fuck looks like that is Hoda. So, for not only owning 90 pounds of drawers, but for strategically placing them in, in somebody's house while they're not there, that is enough to earn you this week's this fucking guy is Citro, Lee Sanchez, Panama City, Panama, Panama Where else? City, but Florida. Mm. Mm. It's a heist, nigga. Come on. Uh, all for the money. Uh, all for the money. Uh, all for the money. We got to rob something, it's definitely gonna be worth it Inside job, now you peep from the surface okay. But can a nigga live? Hold me down and I got you I'd hate to have on my conscience that I shot you Without you, I wouldn't be here So let's get through together right. But first you got to let me know what you with, yo, whatever Is you busting off or is you just holding a gun? 
when you should be here. Are you there? Rolling the blunt, my ribs are touching. And I need this little bit of money more than you think. That who think? Two niggas within two hours can hit two rings. Are you ready for the big time? It's a big crime we're committing. And I'm sure there'll be some casualties, but this time I'm spitting. But I forget what I'm there for. It's all about the money. Fuck how many lives are lost. It's all about the money. And ain't nothing funny about brains on the wall. Come on, load up the truck, get it all. Nothing funny, it's still no nothing move but the money. I got to make a move and make it soon. Ain't nothing funny, and still no nothing move but the money. Yo, I got to take a block and make it boom. Ain't nothing funny, and still no nothing move but the money. I got to make a move and make it soon. Ain't nothing funny, and still no nothing move but the money. Yo, I got to take a block and make it boom. Yo, this bank's perfectly fitted for dudes like us to hit it. X, master I see, y'all know I'm with it. Never felt remorse when the wig got spitted. This money involved, so let's go get it. I know y'all niggas got this shit mapped. The getaway cost to kill when it's not for us to get back. Around the corner, rollers walk the beat. I brought the heat. And them tellers, far as I'm concerned, talk is cheap. They know how I get down, X. When they flex, force me to put something hot in their chest. I lay the rest. The transgression from the door. My four four done been inside of more than one wall, one floor. And that's it, we history. And I can't have Diamond and Raw forgetting me. It's all or nothing like Joe. Fuck that, and we all know, God, that ain't nothing like Joe. Ain't nothing funny, but still don't nothing move but the money. I got to make a move and make it soon. Ain't nothing funny, and still don't nothing move but the money. I got to take a block and make it boom. Ain't nothing funny, and still don't nothing move but the money. I got to make a move and make it soon. Ain't nothing funny, and still don't nothing move but the money. I got to take a block and make it boom. It's the heist of a lifetime, stay composed. Any heads get in the way, the nigga aim at those and ask for the gaps that we hold, make it rain with those. Once it starts, every shot in the chamber blows. It's a job with precision and deadly accuracy. And needed as much as ammo in the Kevlar 3. I'ma blaze shit for y'all if you blaze for me. You ready to die for this paper the same as me? Now think about it, just 120 minutes to rock. Any room for that to take away from minutes we got. And what I'm not about to be is not facing a judge. Rather die holding with a bag, aching the slugs. Where I'm at is where Ella to sedate me for stress. But nevertheless, I'm ready here to go with the best. With the Jake trying to gun me and taking my life from me. It's funny. Yeah. Still not in the mood but the money Definitely this week's as fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back. Hey! Good, uh, 
I was trying to speed right by that. I knew it was coming. You got to keep that ad lib. You got to keep it. That's pretty legitimate. I'm about to make a beat out of it on some Swiss shit. Straight up, though. Hey! As you can tell by the bomb-ass intro, it's Top 5 Dead or Alive time. This week, we will be discussing DMX. Top five appearances. Could be solo, could be guest. Top five times y'all heard DMX on a track. Let's get the shit started. Aaron Boogie, you're the guest. You get honors of going first. What you got? All right, so the first one I have is How's It Going Down? Christ. That's your number five? <laughs> Blowing up number my five. life, though. Amazing song. Definitely I agree. Um, then Top Shotter. Off the Belly soundtrack. Sean Paul, Mr. Vegas. That was Here Comes the Boom, right? No. There's well, yeah, one? yeah, yeah. No, that was it, but it's called Top Shotter. Oh, all right. That's on mine, too. All right. Anyway, go ahead. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't on mine. Hated Sean Paul. Up until about a week that ago. That song is classic. No, he had nothing but hits. I just personally hated the guy. He's great. He really is. We're going to make a Sean Paul episode. Soon come. The dance hall Spy episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's I think it's time. <laughs> Sean Paul. <laughs> And then 24 Hours to Live. Classic. Now, you think he had the best verse on there? Mm, that's debatable. I want to say she might have. SP kind of killed him. That guy died in five hours. I <laughs> had <laughs> 24. He's like, I'll probably die in a fit. <laughs> this guy's that fucking... Oh, shit. It is debatable. But... What's not up for debate is either Mace or Black Rob at the worst. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Clear cut worst. All right, number two. Slipping. Jesus Christ, my list is destroyed. (laughs) All these shits are on my list. Obvious classic. Obviously a classic. Off a classic album, Flesh My Flesh, which we discussed at length. (laughs) (laughs) And then for number one, I went with my personal favorite DMX song, and it's Stop Being Greedy. That was That's your favorite. I was shitting all that over it before. That was my favorite. I hate song. that beat. It's nah. just something. No, I love the I love the beat I and know. I love the way he switched his flow up. Like the concept of the song was dope. Yeah, it, yeah. it was. But Swiss Beats must have made that beat. It was trash. <laughs> 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 I don't think so because I was like a sample of some like strings and shit. And he definitely would like kick it into another gear and start shitting. It was a fire ass song. Yeah, the way the beat switched, the way his verses or the way yeah, the way he chopped that up. Yeah, classic. All right, definitely a respectable list, no doubt about it. Several uh, graceful nods. <laughs> several. Graceful I don't think nods. I've ever gotten several in one fucking. <laughs> no, I don't think you ever will. <laughs> Do better. Do better. That's on you. That's not on me. Yo, did you see that shit that I tagged you on the uh, Instagram? The fucking summertime in the LBC. <laughs> Are you serious? They got that. Fucking Snoop is headlining it. They got a Warren G. <laughs> Yo, look at the fucking list. When is it? Like, I might have to It's that. like in June. Ja Rule and Ashanti are there. Jesus. This shit looks right. pretty crazy. If I didn't have a job, I'd go. Quit. <laughs> you might have to quit for that. All right, go ahead. Hit him. All right, my number five. I can't even read my own writing here. Here comes the boom or top, top shot us. <laughs> I always remember be called, uh, being called Here Comes the Boom. Th- those are the lyrics. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Touche. Uh, Mike Geronimo, Usual Suspects. 
not bad. I'm trying to back think. the truck up. <laughs> Money talking shit, you'll back the truck up. <laughs> um, what else we got? Uh, number three, Life is What You Make It with Nas. Definitely made my list. Did it really? Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be the fucking uh, black sheep with that one. Uh, then Money, Power, and Respect at number two, even though Little Kim outshined him. Um, and then 24 Hours to Live. I got no graceful nods. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously respectable list. Respectable. <laughs> Shit reminds me of like that fucking uh, the meme with the goat that just screams. <laughs> 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 Definitely respectable, but it's time for the motherfucking gospel. Oh, God. Uh, one so, of these days, I'm just flipping over the table when you say You should. Shit. You definitely should. Unfortunately, a lot of my shit has already been said, so y'all know y'all shit. Uh, number five, I'm going with Slippin', as we discussed. Fire. Classic album. Number four, How's It Going Down? Fire. Almost as good as uh, Flesh and My Flesh. Number three, Life is What You Make It, Off I Am. Now, I got a couple. My top two have not been mentioned yet, unfortunately, by y'all two. Number two, Bring Your Whole Crew, which is fire, all flesh in my flesh. Opens the song by saying, I got blood on my hands and there's no remorse. I got blood on my dick because I fucked the course. <laughs> like, you really like that line. Oh, no, that's like fire. like the third time we've heard that. No, that's fire. That's Classic the first time X. on air, but yeah, that's fire. That's definitely fire. And number one, one of the best group collaboration songs ever, Blackout. Even though he was, he was outshined by pretty much everyone on the track, as a whole, track was fire. Minus the Swiss beat production. <laughs> that beat is fire. Trash. There's no doubt about it. Trash. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much how it goes. You know what I mean? There's several more honorable mentions. Y'all want to discuss anything else? Um, Aaron, you, you had a tough time whittling it down. I think between all of us, though, we got most of them. I like the... Um, Party up in here. Fire. Classic. <laughs> What's the- my name? Oh, that shit is that shit was hard. That shit is mad hard. I thought that was on my list at one point. Anytime no, you, know, you want to get hype, you gotta put that on. The, what yeah. was the song that he did? Uh, I remember being in the Matrix and this shit used to come out all the time. What the <laughs> fuck? Shout out to the Matrix. Shout out to Escape. Speaking of Escape, there is an artist showcase coming up May, May 24th. 24th. Aaron, you want to speak on that a bit? Uh, local artist showcase, Rising Star showcase, is put on by New Media. Um, shout out to Duya and Jay Lene. Um, my Eight, artist. Four, five, make sure, right? Yep. My artist is actually coming up from Queens. His name is H L A Y C H E L L. Make sure to check him out. Tickets are only ten dollars. You can holler at me if you want them. Holler and how how do everybody holler at you? What's your uh, social? Aaron Boogie across all social media. No, I mean literally social security number. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't have that. <laughs> Yeah, so definitely we're going to be in, a, in, in attendance too, you know what I mean? Petty Bub's going to be in the building, I'm going to be in the building, and uh, we look forward to that shit. So, um, hold on one second though, so the battery's dead. How long has it been dead? Oh, so it's still alive. Oh, so we're still recording. Keep your same <laughs> post so I can cut it and it'll oh, look yeah. like nothing ever happened. Oh, yeah.
Yeah, so make sure y'all follow uh, Aaron Boogie and cop those tickets, man, because we definitely going to be in the building. I'm looking forward to it. Shout out to everybody that's performing. It's, it's really good to see, you know, local and a little extra than local artists performing and shit. So, now, you said that's like your artist. Mm-hmm. So do you want to dive into like that aspect of Aaron Boogie? Because I don't think we really discussed No, yeah, we didn't say. I'm the person that is everywhere. Everybody sees me, but they don't really know what I do. Right. I wear multiple hats. Right. So I'm a promoter with Maserati Styles. Shout out Styles. Yeah. Styles Inc. Um, we got a show tomorrow. And um, By the time this episode airs, yeah, no, I know. you had a show two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to edit it quick. I'm going to try to edit it. <laughs> and... Um, with Styles, I also do some A&R work for We Major. Oh, okay. And shout out Justin Bush. He was shout here Bush. last episode. Yeah. And then I also do artist management with BME. And that's where I work with HL under. Working. That sounds like a whole lot of work going on. I work 24-7. Straight Team up, Team no though. sleep. Yeah, that's what you got to do. That's real shit. Team Hoda over here. Straight up. <laughs> Shout out to Hoda. Yeah. Nah, that's real though. You know what I mean? You, you, you sound like you staying busy. And Absolutely. obviously, like, we see Styles Inc. all over the place. Everywhere. So, you know, y'all doing something right. So, um, yeah. We gonna be there. Hoda, you coming, right? Yeah. I should get there. Should be. This guy. <laughs> Was it it's a Thursday? It's yeah, a Thursday. In two weeks. So we'll be, uh, it'll be fun. I'll, I'll make it work. Yeah, we're going to be work. wrapping up an episode. So, yeah. All right. Well, Aaron, we appreciate you coming out. Thank uh, you for having me. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. You heard that shit? No, there's no edit. Oh, no, no, no. We don't edit shit around here. Yeah, we appreciate it. All y'all listeners for coming back. You know what I mean? It feels good to be back. We took a couple months off. Uh, but, you know, we back in the swing of things. So... Shout out DMX. Uh, hopefully they let him get a, a copy of this in rehab. And you know <laughs> what I mean? We're just going to keep moving. So make sure y'all tune in next next Thursday. And uh, yeah, till next time. You can suck on this dick.